Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. We're here with Dr. Susan Leonke. Uh, we're going to be talking about living in Siena, uh, down here in Missouri City, just uh, east of Sugarland. Uh, full disclosure, Dr. Leonke is also my wife, my lovely, beautiful wife, uh, Susan Stein. So, uh, this podcast will be a little different because we'll have a little bit more fun. Um, anyway, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. Um, again, my name is uh, Susan Leonke, otherwise known as Mrs. Susan Stein to all my other non-doctor friends. Um, I've been a Houston kind of transplant since I moved over here to Houston and grew up here. I've been in practice for about 17 years, and I work in the medical center. I am currently the division director for the general OB-GYN practice, and um, I'm in academic medicine, so I teach, I see patients, and um, do all the things for leadership for my group. Fantastic. So, um, I obviously know this story, but... Why did you move to Siena? Well, that is a good story. So I basically, my first home was actually in the medical center, which is um, off of Buffalo Speedway for those who know the area. So I was eight minutes away from work and we lived in a three-story single family home in this little community. Um, it was great for commute and to be close to work but it was not great for a growing family. So as many of you guys know, we have um, amazing little twins that were born in my own hospital and we took them home to that three-story town home, um, which was great for the first year because they weren't mobile. But once they became mobile and toddlers, it was much more uh, difficult to manage them in a three-story town home uh, situation. And we had a very, very small backyard. So actually one of my um, patient's husband actually lived in Siena and we actually have, I have lots of nurses and physician friends that live in Siena. And they actually said this was a great neighborhood to look into because of the Fort Bend Tollway. I had no idea where Siena was. I one day you know, came home and told Dan that, hey, there's a neighborhood that's supposedly pretty close to the med center that is a great community. We should check it out. And then all of a sudden, we were going off, you know, Fort Bend Tollway. Actually, I didn't even have a toll tag at that point. We were going through the long way. And I'm like, wait, this is way too long. But we did an open house to one of the builders. And um, we were really impressed with the community. But it took about two years going back and forth, like once or twice a year, to finally convince me to move out here. So... Yeah, I think uh, once the kids started to kind of butt scoot down the stairs, um, I think you had those visions of uh, of Junior doing a, a head first slide, and I think that was enough. Um, well, also carrying both of them upstairs oh, yeah. to flights was difficult. Yeah, and then also the neighborhood we were in, even though it was really close and you know felt safe, it was gated. People weren't too friendly. When you, we took walks outside, there was lots of traffic, lots of, you know, noises. And 
you know, some some curse words being shouted from across the street from the apartments. <laughs> um, so it wasn't the best community. And at that point, my mom moved in with us too. So it was five of us in this uh, three-story townhome. So it was space. definitely time. Yeah, we needed more space. Um, so we know why you chose it. Um, what do you think the best thing about Sienna is? So it definitely took me some time to get used to it. And I remember when we first moved to Siena, we actually um, moved into a rental because our home wasn't finished built yet. And so we thought it was only going to be a couple months. But I think we were looking everywhere for a rental and we decided to live in Siena so we could be close to our, our, our build. And that was the really, I remember the first time that um, a friend of mine was telling me about podcasts to, to kind of take away some of that commute time. And I, um, I started, you know, really kind of, you know, we made that decision as a family to move out here and I, I wanted to, to love it. So um, I guess the question was first, you know, I wanted to make friends and the community was great. Um, it was, you know, we met lots of friends through or really our kids, you know, our preschool kids first, right? Like they're the, the parents of our preschool. So I think the best thing about Sienna is really the community. Um, I think I've made really, really good friends with our neighbors, um, with a lot of, you know, with all the activities our kids are doing. We've met lots of great parents. Um, there, you know, we haven't, we hadn't built a pool until recently, but lots of huge water parks. There was so many water slides, so many things to do. Sienna really offers a lot of different um, activities for families, like, you know, things that we've gone to, like I think Food Truck Fridays, they had a Circus Soleil, they had a um, Cinco de Mayo party. Um, and then recently we even went to a couple of those cocktails, cocktails and conversations where they make your own cocktails. So there's just like, you know, there was bingo. There are just so many things that really brings the community together. Um, and then most recently, I really think I love the things that we do for sports. You know, this is the first time we did a rec team for both softball and baseball. Um, we did the swim meets on the weekends. We did the Siena Aquatics. If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget, we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. You know, kind of thing. So I think there's just so many things, you know, that finally, allowed me to love where I live and then to really appreciate, to circle back the commute, right? And really what can I do with that time during my you know, drive that I can actually just be at peace? Because it really, really did take a long time for me to accept the commute and not, you know, being away, you know, longer than eight minutes away from work. Yeah, that was a big challenge. So, so you're in the med center, um, work sort of, we're more in the front of Siena. Um, so we have pretty easy access and we're about to have even easier access now to the Fort Bend Tollway. So that'll shave off uh, probably another five minutes off your commute. So on a good day, um, how long does it take you to get into to the med center? So I've timed it and from door to door with no traffic and all green lights, um, it's about 25 minutes. Right. And then, and then not so much when there's accidents because accidents throw everything, but like kind of on a normal, you know, you're, you're catching some lights. It's kind of busy. 
Um, what would... I would say 35 minutes on average. Yeah. Um, but it really depends on the time, too, of commuting. Yeah. So if I leave a little bit later, or if it's really the, you know, if it's school time, like, you know, right now in the summer, it's great. So I can get to work in about 30 minutes. Yeah. But in a regular time, it could be 35 to 45. Now, when there's accidents, when the rodeos is happening, or there's concerts near NRG, it can take 45 to an hour. But those are, you know, not that often. Right. Okay. Um, and then, aside from the med center, so you also go to Bentob. Um, I don't think you have to go to any other offices right now. Uh, I know you're responsible for a couple other things, but you know what other what other things are are close, right? We've got the Sugarland facility right down the road, right down six. Um, is Bentob about similar? Your commute? It is a little bit longer, so. Um... Going to Texas Children's, where I work primarily, that's probably the 25 to 35 minutes. But Ben Tob, you have to go through more lights, and it's a little bit closer to the Houston Zoo. So um, that would be closer to an hour, I think, actually. And I only have to do that twice a month. Gotcha. Um, but it is it is quite a commute to Ben Tob, okay. I think. Okay. Um, so talk about the kids, like we always do. Um, there was a lot of things, right? Just recently, you were talking about the different sports, but early on, there were a lot of things for them to do, too. Do you want to talk about some of those things that early on we got them involved in? Yeah, I think the very, very first thing I wanted them to learn was to learn to swim, um, just having a life skill of swimming. So we started off at uh, Houston Swim Club. I tried out different one, different locations, but we ended up with um, Pearland location. And that's really where they really learn to swim. Um, and, you know, I remember them having those challenges where they threw them in the pool with a sweater, jeans, and, and, uh, they, you know, and tennis shoes, and they had to learn to float or go to the side by five minutes. So I think swim was really the first activity we did. Um, and then I don't remember the, the sequence, but we definitely got them with uh, karate. So I remember... Um, we wanted something specifically for Daniel because at that time we were also looking at dance, which I'll talk about in a minute for Abby. So with karate, um, I kind of, we have a great neighborhood Sienna group on Facebook. And so you just look up Sienna neighborhood and you literally can search for anything and somebody would have a comment about it. So I put in karate for kids or toddlers and we found uh, black, black belt karate in Missouri City, and a lot of discussion about Mr. Reyes, that he's really, really great with kids. And so I remember that we took him to a little trial, and Daniel did not want to go in. And Abby goes, I want to do it too. We should post that, huh? we should post that picture with the little kids meet Mr. Yeah. Reyes. So he's like in his little shorts, and he watched the whole, the whole thing and did not want to go in. And then uh, Mr. Reyes actually, after the class, took him into the class one by one and he he did it and it was awesome to see and they're still going to karate we still love mr reyes they're actually almost junior black belts at this point um but of course abby was sitting in the waiting room goes i want to do that too and so they both ended up doing karate all these years so that was probably one of the second things they did um, so just, just and the third, I want to remember. I, was... I want to. So first of all, on the swim club. So there's 
when we came in, there was only that one in Pearland. I think that was the best one, the right one for us. But now there's more, right? There's another swim club kind of right up the road from us that's even closer, so you don't have to drive to Pearland. Then there's one over in Sugarland, right by... Um... Yeah, there's one called Pingu, um, P-E-N-G-U, and then there's um, there's another one near the front of yeah. Siena, closer to Aldi's, and that is an indoor one, too. So they're, they've built really tons of facilities um and then actually if you google swim instructors you actually can hire a private swim instructor to either go to your own pool right. or, or to one pool, of the many yeah. pools in sienna so, yeah. so that's the thing is like you literally can book anything yeah. and then most recently we had a crawfish boil and i was even able to find a lifeguard using you know one of the sienna yeah. lifeguards uh to help with the pool party. and then i just want to uh, mr reyes um and his wife i mean they're just so incredible they're such incredible great teachers um, so welcoming, and they do just such a great job with the with the younger kids to get them started. They they just were fantastic. Um, and then I think even kind of watching them now as they've grown, I think they're they're very good on teaching self defense and and really kind of countering bullying. How they go about things is is really incredible. Just teaching life skills and and teaching them to be um, to stand up for themselves, right? To stop to stop bullying, um, to stop bullying with others as well. And, but not going too far. And I just watching some of the stuff that he's done through his classes. Anyway, I can't say enough. No, and I mean, he's fantastic. I feel like he really can get any, you know, and I think one of the things we wanted, why they wanted to do besides self-defense and to, you know, to be able to stand up for themselves, is just discipline. You know, he does not allow any disrespect in his dojo right yeah so he's very big about respecting your parents your teachers and i think it carried it with them for sure yeah and even during covid they were great about doing kind of We're remote online, yeah you know, yeah we, we yeah we remotely did that with them too we could talk about him for a long time but one thing i will say is we, so we got it we got the kids pads and then they would practice their kicks and punches and that used to freak grandma out watching our two kids yeah. basically hit each other with pads um so that was actually enjoyable for me just watching them kind of whack each other with there i mean truly i even took a women's self-defense class with them for a few months and they they offer that right now um so there's even stuff for parents too so then so then we got her in dance um and then so I tried a couple different dance, and again, I Googled, you know, on the Siena group, and there was lots of different dance options. And I remember we went to kind of a local one, and I went on a Saturday morning. She was all dressed, ready to go, and nobody was there. And so I was disappointed in that. She was disappointed in that. And then I remember going to the dance store to get her some uh, leotard, and the lady in the front, um, everybody's really so helpful here. And she said, you know what? you should really look into Cookie Joe's dance studio. And didn't know where that was. Um, so I looked it up and it was in Sugarland. And I told Dan, I was like, it's a little bit of a drive, but we should go check it out. And we went, um, and she was only what, two yeah, at the time? Tiny. Yeah, two or three. And again, she was super shy, um, did not want to go into the class. <clears throat> and I think I took her every week she sat outside in her little leotard and just watched the girls for about a month. And then one day she decided, oh, I know, it's because her friend, em she met a girl named Emma there. And um, she was actually one of my patient's daughters. But she, uh, she said, hey, Emma's going in. Do you want to go in with Emma? 
and Emma took her hand and they went in together and that rest is history. And Miss um, Cookie has been such an amazing kind of mentor for her and her and Miss Tran both were amazing um, owners and dance teachers and really has built a community in Sugarland is well known in the community. Um, even though um, Abby has stopped dancing since then, um, probably about a year and a half ago, she still considered Abby and Daniel one of their kids. Um, and even Daniel, we convinced him to to get in the dance studio. This probably isn't made for television, but there's a there's our kids with dance there. Um, yeah. No, Miss Cookie. Yeah, that they another one were just fantastic. We just met such great people that have had such an impact on our kids' lives. Um, the one thing I have to say though is 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 Miss Cookie was such a stickler for posture um, with Abigail yep. that. Um, we, we now have her in softball, and it took forever to break her from the very, very kind of rigid, sort of straight-up great posture to be able to kind of get that, that, that you know, kind of hip hinge to be, able to, to be able to bat a little bit better. But her posture is impeccable. Everybody always comments on her shoulders are always back, and so that's been a huge thing. So, yeah, we've, we've had some great people. I think we could talk about all the amazing people that we've had um, for probably a long time, but... And then most recently, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about baseball, softball, but that's taken over our lives recently. <laughs> um, but one day, again, I saw um, an ad for Siena Rec League for softball. And um, this was pre-COVID. And Abby started and loved it. Our neighbor was actually our coach, Blake. Um, and then it suddenly stopped because of COVID. So we took a break. But then whenever COVID was trying to, starting to die down, I asked Abby if she wanted to do it again, and she absolutely said yes. So, um, and that's when we really met some amazing coaches and uh, players, parents, and friends, um, now, yeah. friends now, yeah. So I think we really have such a great group of friends just with our kids' activities, for sure. But, um, and then baseball started last year for Daniel, too. So, so we're hitting on activities. So activities we've had we've had again dance karate swim they're both on the swim team now um that season just ended then we had we've got baseball softball then we've we've had them in i9 so those the i9 so, um, excuse me, soccer that's soccer. been close that's been in sienna here so we've taken them to both practices and then games here in sienna and then we've done both basketball and football for the kids and those were a little Black bit down the yeah. road, just over kind of in Sugarland. So, um, I nine is super easy because if you don't have a lot of time, in which I think a lot of physicians uh, like I nine because you don't have extra practices. You literally just practice like the hour before the game. So that's a really good way that I found to introduce the kids to a sport without a lot of commitment. Um, so I nine is pretty popular, I feel like, and it's located everywhere. So that's been our entertainment. Anything else that we do for entertainment? Well, we host a lot of parties um, at our house, and now we have our great backyard to do so. Um, as a family, or as a couple, or just me? Just whatever. This is this is your time to talk about Sienna. Well, I've met a lot of girls, um, a lot of a lot of amazing women through. Um, F45. So F45 is also a close gym 
that um, my neighbor Hina also owns one in Riverstone, but the F45 Sienna specifically is where I met a lot of, um, we call it our 5 a.m. group. There's no more 5 a.m. getting up now, but originally it was a bunch of girls, I think, uh, I think seven or eight of us that got up for this 5 a.m. class. And um, it's 45 minutes, it's, you know, all parts of your body and you work out and it's basically you just have a an amazing workout um, and it's right next door to a great coffee shop called bean here so right after our 45 minute workout we would have our coffee together so um, that's how you know we kind of met um, and we still get together even though we all kind of have spread you know differently to different gyms and different activities and some people have decided to do more of a home gym situation during covid but um we still get together we're actually getting together this weekend um so we get together pretty regularly so that you know i have a lot of girlfriends in the neighborhood through that and i think you've met a lot of the husbands through my friends as well yeah i think entertainment so options for us of, at our, the stage where, where our kids are are nine um you know abby's going on 19 but um <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, our kids are young, so I think most of our time right now is taken up on all the activities and, and so on and so forth. But as far as entertainment, I mean, we'll go catch an occasional movie, we'll get up to the city for a show. We're going to miss a show this um, this weekend because of mm -hmm. um, a softball tournament. Um, we, we'll, go down. well, the kids are way into the Astros now, yeah. so, you know, after they're learning the skills, you know, we've signed up for Astros, so they're liking that. Um, we'll go to Town Center a lot. So parties. Town Center's got restaurants, which I'm going to go to next. But the, the Town Center's got restaurants, but then we do a lot of activities up there because they've got a lot of um, group type of activities. We let the kids go run on the lawn and play, and then they've got festivities around Fourth of July and Christmas time. Um, so we've done. We've gone to the the pumpkin picking um, various places. So again, I think there's. There's a lot to do, but mainly what we've kind of been focused on is a lot of family type of stuff. But um, I know restaurants are near and dear to your heart. Um, this is funny because like, it's like we're sitting here just kind of talking, but we're we're trying to share again about Sienna. So I got to get us back on, on on task. So the the restaurants. So even though you have the kind of amazing built-in chefs at your house, um, yes. What what restaurants are are great here in Sienna? So this is a funny, this is a, this is always a running joke between me and Dan because um, <laughs> one of the, and I know it sounds silly, but one of the things I love, love, love about Houston is the amazing restaurants and the food scene here. And I'm a, you know, I would say I'm a foodie. So I have a list of restaurants that I want to try list. in Houston. It's a big list and I'm making my check marks and I'm like, all of them are freaking in the heights and it drives me crazy. Um, but I make Dan has promised that he will take me on date nights to these restaurants when I ask him. So I just kind of tell him it's time to go this weekend and he'll drive up and do it for me. But there are, um, I would say the restaurants in the area are building up for sure. But um, some of my favorites are uh, a couple of them in, in Riverstone. So there's one called Umami. My mom and I love going there. So it's supposed to be similar chefs to Uchi in Houston, for those who know Uchi and that um, restaurant. 
Um, I love that. Um, we The kids are now sushi connoisseurs, so they love keepers off of Highway 6. Um, Brand Danny's is great in the town center near where the kids do karate. That I think they've actually expanded. Um, they have a tacos and brew thing or burgers and tacos. Um, what else? There's also a few. There's also a few restaurants that are popping up right near Riverstone. So there's like um, a taco place. There's a Vietnamese place. There's a new Thai place. Um, I can get the names, but they're escaping me right now. But they're right near, you know, right in Riverstone, which is really kind nice middle, to yeah. to be close. And we go to Town Center a lot. So I know you like Demasi's, which is that. Mediterranean buffet. Um, yeah, there's Brazilian. There's, out, there. there's now like a Shake Shack. There's a Crumble in Sugarland. So there's definitely more and more happening. Um, that's relatively close. What about our favorite place in Rocky Creek? <laughs> <laughs> so La Escondida is one of our favorite places. So it's a, a family-owned Mexican place. And the reason we call it Rocky Creek is my kids don't know how to say La Escondida. And, and I think I'm saying it right. But on the sign above it says Rocky Creek kind of plaza. And so they call it Rocky Creek. So they have a great little sun, you know, Saturday brunch. Um, we love going there. And there's also, you know, some food chains that are popping up like Lupe Tortillas and Olive Garden just came up. And um, obviously, Bean here is really popular for coffee. They've expanded with a couple of um, uh, sites as well. Um, and then just close to Siena, there's like Sushi Monster, there's Crawfish and Pho, you know, so which is really like within the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about schools. Um, obviously, that was another huge reason why we came um, to Siena, or essentially kind of moved out from where we were. Uh, schools were a, a big, big point of uh, concern or, or, you know, our focus. So how would you, let's just go through the schools. Um, where are they now? Um, where they're going to go to junior high? Yeah. So we live in Bees Creek area, but uh, originally we were in Shift Elementary, Don't zoned shift. to Shift Elementary. Um, and then a year later, they rezoned us to Siena Crossing. So we had nothing but good things about both of those. So even though we, you know, we love, love, love Siena Crossing Elementary, but Siena has some of the, I think, greatest, you know, schools. So there's Schiff Elementary, which is more in the front. Siena Crossing is kind of more in the middle. And then we have also Scanlon Oaks. And then now we have the new one called Leonetti that's closer to Sawmill. Yeah. Um, we do have now two middle schools Baines is the one that we're zoned to, but there's a newer one called Thornton. And then the main high school is Ridgepoint. And they're also building a new school called Crawford that will also hit some of the um, kind of Salmo area. So it's interesting because as you know, Dan, I went to private school um, all my life. So for us, you know, I, I never knew whether we were gonna do private or public, but um, you know, I think we chose Siena because it also had great public schools for our kids. But there's a lot of great options for private school too. So 
you know, a lot of my friends um, have had, you know, like honor roll school, design, uh, divine savior. There's now the wide school people are, are talking about. Um, there's a lot of, you know, for preschool, there's tons of options tons. for preschool that are really good too. Yeah. So we went to Cena. Go ahead. Um, at that point, it was called. What was it called? Teddy. Um, well, it's Teddy's Ladder now. It's Teddy's Ladder now, but it was Sienna Kids Academy before. That was a great school for us. But we also, you know, lots of people have great options for Town Creek, for Kids Are Kids, um, Primrose. There's tons of Montessori. Sienna Montessori is a popular one. Yeah. Teddy's Ladder again. Like our our kids were completely pre prepared. Um, you know that they were reading coming out of preschool very very well um, they even were able to do math uh, you know addition subtraction they they were very very well prepared to go into school from from uh, preschool so yeah Teddy's letter was great um, anything else like what what do you think the kids would say I mean I I, I know what the kids would say, you know, <laughs> how do they feel about Sienna I think they would be really mad if we moved. So we were just in Hawaii last week and I asked the kids, one of the kids, I said, hey, do you think you wanna live in Hawaii forever or do you wanna go back to Siena? And they're like, uh, we wanna live in Siena, mom. So even after being in this paradise, they, they wanna live in Siena. And I always joke with them, we're gonna move one day, but they're like, you can't, mom, we love Sienna. Yeah. We would miss our school, we'd miss our friends. We list our, like, you can't get a backyard like this. So they even know they learned it from you about their backyard. Um, so we definitely have a lot more space. Um, but the kids, they love it. I don't think they could see themselves outside of Sienna. Um, so yeah. Um, let me just make sure we kind of covered everything. Um, oh, what would you what would you want others to know? I mean, we covered a lot, but maybe just kind of, you know, what would you want others to know about Sienna if if there were other physicians or other professionals out there looking to move? Um, they had to kind of work in the Med Center area or in the Sugarland area. What would you want them to know about Sienna? I think Sienna is kind of like a pocket, like a really unique neighborhood um, that within a neighborhood. And I think something that people don't know, may not necessarily know, is that diversity in our county. So, you know, Fort Bend County, I think, is one of the most diverse counties, if not the most diverse counties in the country. And, you know, our kids get exposure and are friends with so many different backgrounds, which I love, right? And, um, they get to learn about different countries and different ethnicities and languages and you know they just feel like home right so i just love that there's so much diversity in this you know pocket of this neighborhood you know what i mean yeah no, that's fantastic we love santa so let's talk about the uh, pros and cons and so give you a little give you a little chance to think about those so um Pros, if you, if you could kind of name off three to five pros, what would you say? Um, community, the friends, and 
really just the life we've we've built in in Siena. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's hard to describe. We don't have to do the um, in one word or less. Like so, community. So, what what would you say about the pro about community is? I just feel like I, there's so many people I can call, you know, in a, in a second to, hey, can I borrow this? Um, hey, does anybody have any recommendations for this? I can call any of these friends if I needed help, right? One day, I think both you and mom were gone and I texted a few people, hey, can you take my kids home um, or make sure they're okay? So I do, you know, and then if we're out of town, people are watching our house, right? If um, Hina had to take me, my neighbor, my lovely neighbors, Hina had to take me in the middle of the night to the ER, right, when I had an emergency. Um, so I used to travel, I, think, I used to be out of town um, yeah. five, six days a week for, you know, every every single week. So I was gone a lot. Um, Mom would be on her travels or whatever. And then just recently, and so I still travel about once a month because we're, we're building homes up in Oklahoma and flipping properties up in Oklahoma. So. I still travel a little bit to be able to kind of keep pushing that along and forward. So, so you know, obviously Susan works long hours at times. She's got call and various things. So to be able to rely on people, sometimes we've got to get Abigail to a, an additional softball practice, um, or we've got to get Daniel to to whatever it is. Right? That, I think one of the the events with uh, engineering things. So um, just to be able to have to be able to reach out to neighbors that are on the community that are likely doing similar things, right? So a lot of the girls in the neighborhood are playing softball. A lot of the boys are playing baseball, whatever it is. So we can ask them to be able to, to take them or again, look after them after school. If I'm running late and you're still at work to be able to kind of have them head over to somebody's house so that we can get home, you know, and uh, get them in the house. So, yeah, I mean, it's also, I mean, it's just little things. Like for example, I'm part of this, I'm part of a lot of different groups in the neighborhood, but there's a buy nothing group that people just, when they're decluttering, they just give away stuff. So, you know, when people are like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for all this furniture and clothes, right? Like people share things, um, people share ideas, they give each other recommendations. It's so easy to find. I think I found every single person from plumber to electrician to, um, you know, anybody carpet cleaner have all been through our neighborhood site all of them and so i think i, I just love that i could really pick up the phone i remember one of our, you know, our water heater burst and you weren't home and we got aaron's husband levi to come out and help us i mean literally people will come if you need help so and i just love that we have that that community yeah, yeah during the freeze there was a lot of people just sharing extra helping each other um, yeah, you know, irrigation parts and, and various things. I mean, even the hurricane. Remember, Dan, you helped a, a friend of yours in down the street with demolishing their, you know, to demo their house after the flood. Um, so we got community friendship. What was the other one that you said? I mean, I think just the life we live. I mean, like how, what other backyard can we build this amazing backyard, right? And we just literally finished at the end of March and what we've had so many parties already. We've had, you know, crawfish boil where we had 120 people. We had um, a softball baseball party. We've had, you know, end of the school year party. We're going to, I'm about to plan another, you know, I love party planning. Um, we're about to have a big 
double digit birthday bash in August. So I don't think we could have had this amazing backyard with this river, you know, with this lake view. Yeah, you know, I think I was this... talking to somebody else and, and essentially, you know, we could have we could have lived closer to the hospital, right? To, to ease that commute, but again, you're gonna you're gonna pay for that convenience versus out here, you're getting um, a large square foot home, you're getting a bigger lot uh, in a lot of cases to be able to put in a pool, to be able to put in an outdoor kitchen, still have your kids have some room to be able to play and practice, whatever it is. So I think, yeah, the, the value for money, you know, being out there and then just kind of tying in what you originally said was having the convenience to the Fort Bend Tollway or if you're going over to Sugarland to be able to go down six or to be able to snake down university to be able to get over there. You've got a lot of options for commute to be able to get to these various places. Um, so those are absolutely the pros of being here in Siena. And then even if you've got it, if you're travel, so again, I traveled uh, and I used to go to the airport. Again, I used to go early. So, you know, being able to get to IAH was, was an hour, but again, you were, you were, it was early in the morning. And then hobbies, super simple. We've, we've flown out of hobby a lot recently to be able to go to Mexico or various places. So that's super convenient to be able to get over there. If you if your if your commutes to the airport, so um, how about that? we can't not stop we can't not talk about Big Abby. So we found Big Abby through our neighborhood site, and she was our part time nanny for four years. We thought we say Big Abby only because our daughter is named Abby, and we didn't <laughs> want to get them confused. So Abby was tiny. Our daughter was tiny at the time, and uh, yeah, we call her Big Abby because very she's tall, the bigger Abby girl. like um, adult. Yeah. yeah. So, so Big Abby helped us with all the commute, but it's easy even now, you know, lots of moms are asking about um, babysitters and mommy's helpers and, you know, people who drive kids to all their um she heard her name, so she had to come say hi. Yeah. Love you. Love you. So she was a, you know, key to having, you know, all the, they, she took them to, I think, every swim practice and dance practice and karate for a long time. Until I, until I left. So, okay, so cons, because I know you have some cons. Are you, you're, they're not so much cons anymore, right? I mean, there's still some cons. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about the cons. So, I mean, definitely still, I pass by my old house every day on the way home, and I'd be like, man, I could be home right now. At eight minutes um, you're young and single but i have learned as i said now circling back to the beginning of our conversation sir learn to embrace the commute so i you know found really amazing podcasts from true crime you know to uh developmental podcasts to i do amazon uh, or audible books i do phone calls a lot I catch up with people during my commute. So I talk to Susan a lot and uh, catch up with people that I haven't talked to. And then sometimes I just listen to the radio and music and just decompress before or after work. Because as you know, my job as an OB-GYN is pretty intense. So it's actually nice to have that kind of half hour just to decompress and prepare for my day or prepare to get back to the craziness at home. Um, yep. so I have learned to embrace that commute. Yep. 
and it's not that bad. So commute would be con number one. Number two would be... I wish there was more of a restaurant scene here, but I think that would also bring um, a lot more traffic. <laughs> but um, I do wish there was a little bit more kind of, you know, entertainment sometimes, but we it's not too far away, you know what I mean, to go to Sugarland or Pearland. That's the other unique thing about Siena is like we live kind of in the middle of a lot of things, right? Yeah. It really takes about 30 minutes to get anywhere, <laughs> yeah. except for the woodlands. Um, but like to Pearland, to Sugarland, even we're gonna go to Alvin, you know what I mean, for softball tournaments. Um, it really, I feel like it's like, it be, it's becoming like the middle of Houston has moved, right? To not, it's no more downtown is the middle. Right. So yeah, we're able to shoot over to the like Sugarland Town Center or the Pearland Town Center. Those both have just tons of options for restaurants yeah. um, that are they're very, very good. Right. They're not the Heights, um, you know, or Montrose. Even Galleria. I mean, it really doesn't take that long to get to Galleria. Right. We found some shortcuts to go through the Galleria pretty quickly. So that I mean, that's kind of a con, but I mean, it's not really. I mean, it's not like within five minutes, but it's within 20, 30 minutes. Right. I think um, I think if you're in the back, a little farther back, um, I think it's you know that adds some time. But being where we are up towards the front or even the middle, I think it's um, that that. Yeah, and if you if you speak to probably somebody who lives in the um, you know um, the back of Siena, might be a little then it's going to be a little bit tough. And right now we have a lot of construction happening and road closures. So, which I think in the long run, it'll be better because they're building like a third lane, a turning lane. That's going to help. They're widening all the, the main arteries coming on in here. And then they're, they're adding the, the tollway extension too. So we kind of. And that four bend tollway is going to be, you know, really nice. Any other cons to kind of round this out? No. I think. Oh, go ahead. There are a lot more critters. <laughs> <laughs> they're not too bad, though, but they're definitely more uh, possums and raccoons out there. And you may see a gator here or there. You just leave them alone. But that's the thing is there's a lot of actually like wild, you know, like birds you can see. And like there's kids love it, though, you know. Um, but yeah, there's definitely more than the city, right? Yeah. So, okay, um, let's just talk about the market update real quick. We've seen a lot of growth here in Siena. Um, compared to when we first moved in, how would you say the growth here in Siena has been? I mean, we were one of the newer parts of Bees Creek, right? Where they grew, that was already the first, I think one of the first, but I, I, I remember talking to somebody, one of another anesthesiologist, he was one of the first 20 homes in Siena. Yeah. And he said, it's been, he still lives here by the way, but he said, it's been crazy how much growth yeah. is in Siena um, and the development, right? And so you definitely have all the older homes, but the newer homes, all different kind of budgets and um, sizes of lots. I think probably the, the newer lots right now are smaller, but still pretty big compared to the city, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think Sienna's a got a, a whole bunch of different neighborhoods at a bunch of different price points. Uh, right now, if you just kind of look on the MLS, the average home in Sienna is about 700000 But again, you've got a, a vast spectrum of houses that kind of cover from, you know, that, that there's a new development's going to open up in the high 300s. And then you've got homes up into the, you know, high millions, um, not high millions, but high, you know, close to 2 million. Um, so you've got a, a vast, you've got a vast spectrum. There's a private neighborhood where they, they go even kind of higher than that right next to us. So you can definitely find a lot of different price points in Siena, but again, it is getting, um, there's a lot of building going on, especially as they've expanded it in the back. So, so market, and that's what's drawing in all of the extra restaurants, uh, grocery stores, all of the different um, conveniences that we have with regard to specs, academy. We've got a lifetime fitness coming in here now that's massive. I think there's, a, there's an LA fitness, right, that, that went in right by the academy. So there is just a- And all, all the other little boutique, you know, like not only at 45, but Orange Theory, they've got uh, nine rounds. So if it's, you know, if that's not your thing to have a big gym, you could have these boutique, uh, you know, all point. the Pilates or, you know, club Pilates. And, and then you've got the, so the big movie theater going over on the on the corner by the, the tollway in six. So you got the movie theater, you've got additional restaurants. So from a market perspective, the growth here, um, home values, uh, just overall number of homes is, is just increasing a ton. So... Thank you so much for taking the time and talking about Sienna with us. Thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas. If you're considering a move to Houston or within Houston, we're here to guide and assist you. Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode. If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget, we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com.